It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie. All I talk to are toddlers. I'm not used to talking to big people. And Paula. I'm a mosquito eater. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome, welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode Heinz 57. I hate when I try to crack a joke. It's so lame. I'm so dumb. Well, that's because jokes are funnier like when you don't try, maybe. I know. I don't know. It's true. If I just, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the gene. I don't have the stand-up comedy gene where you can recite and be funny every time you say something funny. Well, I mean, not, not all us. stand-up comedy comedians are funny. Like, I saw one the other day, and it could have just been my mood. But everyone, you know how people are just like, oh, my God, you have to see this. It's so funny. And so I watched it, and I'm just like, to be honest, I'm like, I'm really quite offended by this comedian. I'm like, all he's doing there is sitting and talking about how he just got divorced, how his ex-wife was such a nag that he cheated on her. Oh my and, God, that doesn't um, sound pleasantly funny at all. No, I'm like, this guy has such a low opinion of women. And oh, you know what? I hate that. And he was... is It, it wasn't Louis C.K., was it? No, I think his name is Kevin Hart. Oh, yes. I have seen his stand-up routines, and I concur that he is not as funny as he is in movies. He's very funny in movies. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, some of the stuff he had to say was funny, but here's the other thing, too, is I am so sensitive to the N-word that oh, I know. when people say it, even if that's just how they talk to each other or they're joking, it, like, it literally just takes, it just takes the wind out of my sails, and I instantly get in, like, you know, serious mode because i just hate that word so bad <laughs> i I'm, I'm with you i i'm not a big fan of the n-word it's like, i just can't laugh when i'm watching this i'm like you keep saying, saying that saying and i'm like N-word. you want me to laugh at that you know i just yeah I, so yeah so somebody who somebody who said that somebody was an n-word butthole cunt would be like oh my that would God. render you comatose i'd probably pass out <laughs> i wouldn't even know what to do you'd be like I, th- I think my head just blew off it'd be like one of those scary movies where they open the door and it's just nothing but like white fog and like this giant <laughs> gust of wind that yes. would be me to be like ah! <laughs> you'd be like a banshee something okay so it is episode 57 this is the ugly truth welcome to our listeners hello to all of you who are there on itunes stitcher and iHeartRadio and uh uglytruth.com mm-hmm. if that's where you are so welcome welcome all right well i was going to tell you the story about how my cats uh, i have three cats and I really am not a fan of any of them because they just annoy the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. But a couple of weeks ago, we're quite certain, except for one listener who posted on my um, statement, he thinks the thing died of rabies. But based on the condition of its carcass, we're quite certain that our cats t- took down a possum. Oh, and they we took found it down. It. Wow. And it wasn't it wasn't like an adult giant, like 30 pound possum. It was a younger one. But we found it under a bush near where they go to the bathroom outside in the front and we couldn't figure out where all these flies were coming from oh god (laughs) there was no smell there was nothing because they eaten everything and it was cold outside okay seriously i was pulling weeds watering things i was (laughs) around this corpse this carcass for a long time and i'm like what's with the flies and so i told daryl i said i don't know what's going on but in the corner of the house by our by our front door it there's a it goes down pretty far into the front yard like we have a really you have yeah your stairs go up pretty high right okay so there's there's a part of our front yard it's under this our huge window that we don't have coverings for and there's a there's a couple of low-lying bushes and they're nice and big i had trimmed this bush with hedge trimmers okay. with all the flies and i didn't know that there was a dead animal under this were bush. were you not barefoot or please tell me oh shoes no on. i had shoes on because you, you could have been like squashing around in maggots and not even know no, i know i i would never and so i was so he was out there a couple of days later spraying um like pest control stuff out front just try, like doing a, a small line trying to kill all these flies because we're just so dumb yeah i know and so he's like wait a minute so he starts tromping around and all of a sudden we both at the same time and he put his foot right on it Yay! and i'm like that's gray that's gray 
<laughs> he's like oh my god so i ran into the house i don't blame you because what if it was alive or something i didn't know no i just wouldn't want to see the app i mean god he could have stepped on it and opened pandora's box i just I didn't mean. even know oh my god it's the the thought and so he ultimately i came back out i peeked out and i go well what is it he goes it's a dead cat and i'm like you are kidding me i mean i was shocked and so he gets the shovel and a bag because, you know, he's this is routine in our routine house now. now. I mean, everybody knows about the shovels and bags around God, your house. Even you, even you've done the shovel done and bag it. routine at our house with the skunks. And so he puts it in there and he said, well, there was really not much left. He goes, it was a possum. And I said, you're kidding me. He goes, and it appears as if it had been killed by a cat. How would he know that? What is he, a, a crime scene investigator? <laughs> Based on the wounds of the animal. What, it had its neck scratched out or something? Yes. And what was the reason that we really believe this now is because about a month ago, we Uh heard a ruckus out front (laughs) cat fight. Was it this kind of ruckus? (coughs) (coughs) No, it was not that kind of ruckus. (laughs) Go ahead. But we were, we were, it was, it was really late at night and we heard this. You know, know, and it was just that funny. really, you know, that hardcore fighting. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's in the middle of the night, and dead son, and Daryl's all, cat fight. And I said, really, Sherlock? Is that what it is? Hey, have you ever heard two cats mating? I always think it's a baby crying. And I'm like, who would leave a, who would leave yeah. a baby in a bush? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right? And so we were certain. I'm like, this must have been the cat fight. That's what this is. And so anyway, he ended up, you know, dumping it and everything. I was. So was the thing like just loaded with maggots? He didn't give me a lot of detail, but he's like, it clearly suffered some trauma and the cats drug it under a bush. But then listener Jason Wickland said it had rabies and it died under there. (laughs) Like, well, well, that is possible. possible. What's possible is that it was out and about. Maybe it was rabid, but. My cats, you know, they're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. They're not like it's foaming that... at the mouth and acting crazy. No, not at all. It is possible that it was injured and died. It put itself there. It didn't, you know, in my mind, of course, because I'm so imaginative, I imagine that my three cats grabbed it and drug it. No, it probably put was it like, under the bush. It was probably dying. Maybe it like, <laughs> you know, it probably drank from the drain and there was like you know antifreeze in there so it was probably like walking around and acting weird and And the the cats cats are probably like you know wtf you know like get out of our yard and and you know how animals all they'll they'll prey on the sick and so on the week they probably being domestic you know stupid cats they're thinking like this is our moment to shine and be badass (laughs) and we're gonna pick on the dying possum and yeah the possums you know like half dead and you know and it's like what's happening to me oh my god what a horrible way to go your animals are terrible <laughs> and sensitive little assholes i'm telling you well now <clears throat> to wrap up the my animal story i have a conclusion to the squirrel that i hit and maimed what? remember last week i was telling you about how i hit you the squirrel. know what happened to the squirrel i'm fairly certain i know what happened to the squirrel Today, I was on my way to pick up my child from school, the same road that for the last two weeks I've been looking around scanning for a dead squirrel. What, did you see, see a squirrel sitting on the side of the road in a in a wheelchair in like a little patch of sun? <laughs> you menace! Slow down! <laughs> Watching traffic? No, sadly. I wish I had seen that. That would have been hysterical. How like no. old amputees are. Freakishly, there was a giant bird... In the front yard of one of these homes near where the suicide squirrel scattered in front of me. Okay. I peeked over. I'm like, oh, that's a damn large bird. I mean, big. I thought it was a turkey because we have roaming turkeys <laughs> right. everywhere. And it wasn't a turkey. It was a turkey vulture. And I oh. looked and it was pecking away at a dead squirrel. You don't even know if it was the <laughs> same one. It's two coincidental that was like forever ago it was a week ago it wasn't forever ago well, how you much a dog? squirrel meat do you think there is after a week i mean i don't know it wasn't much but it was well, pecking away at a dead squirrel you're right in it the vicinity been, you know what so now you know <laughs> so now i know that it didn't make it or maybe it did make it and it was maimed and it was just too maybe weak he's to run just away been laying there and he got pecked to death no i don't think it got pecked to death because vultures don't kill they only eat they scavenge oh that's so, right they eat what was dead 
Well, maybe he got, you know, overtaken by ants or maggots and ultimately <laughs> died from the inside out because well, he couldn't, I'm... like, fend off the bugs. And so they ultimately just killed him. I am thinking that I wounded it and that the wound festered and ultimately co- it consumed the squirrel and it, it expired. It became septic. And... Yes, it became septic. It, you know, tried real hard to survive. His organs finally succumbed to the... Uh, <laughs> The toxicity and his body level yes. and it succumbed to his injuries so yes so i'm going to put it to bed and rest knowing that the squirrel has died and not just died but a very slow painful death speaking of death i have decided something i know how important it is that you know this okay um i have to change my will even but um i've decided that you know, I've I've always maintained that I don't want to be buried in a cemetery. I, I just am not into that. I want to do the hippie thing and I want to be wrapped with a GPS locator with my body wrapped in a um, biodegradable wrapping and I want to be buried somewhere on one of those. They have those eco cemeteries where they just they're just a hillside with grass mm-hmm. and trees. Sure, that smells great. And you bury your loved one in in the hillside and you can bear then you plant a tree or plants on top of it. And then they give you the GPS location of your loved one. So when you want to come and visit the location, you can go there. So it's all eco friendly minus the carbon footprint of the GPS, I guess. Yes. Okay. And it's just a teeny little microchip. And so ultimately, you're going to remember where they are, but initially, you know, you may not. And so that's why you, they, they do this GPS thing. And they, it's in the Bay Area, shocker. Okay. But that was always my plan. Daryl knows the plan. Everybody knows, you know, who needs to know knows the plan. That's what I right. want. So you've changed your mind now? I think I've changed my mind. Now I think I want to be cremated and put in an urn. And okay. I want to be put in the house. And the reason is oh, that I think that it will crack a lot of jokes. I think people will start cracking jokes about me being in the house on the urn. And I think I would rather be the butt of jokes forever than be on a hillside somewhere growing a tree. I don't disagree with the urn thing because here's the thing. And I, I, this is a terrible story, but it's the only one I can actually relate. When I ha- my cat died. Right. Um, I was Calvin. so distraught. Yes, I was so distraught because I didn't know what to do with him because right. nothing seemed right. Everyone's like, you know, why don't you take him to a nice place and bury him? But I'm just like, but he'll be alone. It's a place he's never been. You know, no, granted, <laughs> the cat was dead, but I, it doesn't matter. You were grieving. You were grieving. And I'm thinking, why am I just going to take him and abandon him? I said, the best thing I could think of is to have him home with us. And right. so ultimately we did bury him in our yard. Right. And I can't tell you what peace of mind I had once we did that. And so the thing about losing a loved one, it's just like, I can only imagine how horrid it must feel like you have to leave them somewhere. And you know what? I kind of went through this with grandpa's funeral. Remember? Yes. We were all leaving. I do remember that. In the casket up there. And I stood there and waited till the people came because I didn't want him to be alone. It's it's and obviously they don't know they're alone, obviously, but it. It's that whole feeling of letting letting go. It's very difficult to leave a loved one's even remains. It just anywhere. it feels like you're abandoning someone. And I'm like, I don't want to abandon anyone. So if I did pass or someone I knew passed, I think I'm with you. I don't think I would want them like away. You know, because it would be like abandoning them. Like, you know, well, you're dead. You're no longer part of the family. You know, we're going to go put you somewhere that you've never (laughs) been before and come see you, you know, three times a year. It's just like, what a shitty way to go. I would hate that. And for me, although I think the concept of what I what I wanted to do is I think it's a it's a great option. Personally, I don't like the idea of being in a cemetery personally. Oh, who wants to lay there with a bunch of dead people? I just don't. Yeah. What a boring party that would be. No You're dead. But I'm just saying I just it just sounds so zombie. Well, I mean, I just always think that somebody's going to want to be to go somewhere where I was and it it's a source of comfort. But I'm like. Why would I do that? Why don't I just be around all the time? Right. And that way, you know, they're like, hey, you know, mom can see it all. She's, you know, she's sitting right here or, you know, hey, took mom to bed last night or, you know, whatever. I mean, it would be funny. And I then then they're cracking jokes and they're not crying about me all the time because, you know, I'm I am convinced that I'm dying young. Right. So, I mean, I might as well be prepared. And I think it's good because, yeah, it's just like even though you're gone, it's like there's still a part of you there. And it's not like 
See, I now see, I kind of liked the idea, and I don't know how pr- to pronounce it, but what's like the giant, like, uh, cinder block buildings, the mausoleums? Oh, or... yeah, the, the mausoleums. mausoleums. Now, I thought that might be kind of cool. Like, if, if we, we all, all went if there? If we all got one, and we all just kind of, and I'm... I apologize. I did see it on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but um, <laughs> but I kind of thought that was a cool idea because she's just like, I just can't bear the thought of all of us not being together. And I'm like, I completely agree. Yeah, like we always thought it'd be fun to like live on a giant property somewhere with you know all of us having our own houses and everything. We so have always talked about that. The, probably the only way we could ever actually make it happen is if we were dead, and so <laughs> it's the only way we'd get along long enough. Right. So I mean, it's true. I don't know. It's an interesting thing, and it's funny you mentioned yes. this. Because I watched a very uh, compelling episode of Grey's Anatomy this week. And um, it was talking about there was a guy. He was in a terrible car accident and his spinal cord was severed. And him and his wife, they were like, you know, early 30s. And um, she's a nurse and he was whatever. And it's just like it just was a freak car accident. And suddenly his spinal cord was severed and he was paralyzed from the neck down. Oh, my God. So he was going to have to have like a ventilator and all Uh, this stuff, you know. Kill me now. Well, so basically that was it is, is so it shows two scenarios. It shows where the wife, she didn't want him to die, obviously, but not. she also says, you know, I know it's not fair to ask you to live if that's, you know, something you wouldn't want to do. Right. So basically it shows him picking the two options. It shows what his life would be like if he had stayed alive or what his life would be like, you know, if he hadn't. Okay. And so, I mean, well, obviously it kind of ended shortly, but what I was right. going to say is, is that. It kind of made me think, like, God, I don't know what I would do. Like, I, I've i always been on the fence about that thing. Like, yeah, my ex too. has been very clear. I mean, he doesn't want to live. Oh, God. I mean, he, he wouldn't even want to <laughs> live if he had to have a toe amputated. I mean, he just <laughs> he so, you know, he just is positive. Anything if 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 he can't be who he is and his quality of life is altered in any way, shape or form, he wants to basically, you know, get he the ax. check out. Yeah, huh? basically. But I'm just like short of being brain dead, I don't want to die. Hell I kind of no. I kind of want to live. But then I'm thinking like I just but I mean, like literally, you would have no control of your bowels, your breathing, your nothing. Yeah, you're you're basically a shell. But if your brain is still operating and you can yeah, you talk, you can still talk. I'm just saying that for me personally, like like lizards, they grow their tail back. Maybe you could grow a spinal cord back. I don't know. <laughs> I would not uh, check out right away. No, I, but see, and ultimately, let's be honest. If we're being morbid, people who have who sustain that type of injury generally don't live very long anyway oh i thought you were gonna say something else when you said speaking of being morbid i'd be like i know what you're gonna say and yes intercourse is still possible blowjobs are feasible but (laughs) that's not the kind of morbidity that we were talking about oh yeah i can you imagine it's like the only way you can have sex is for him to straddle you for the rest of your life um well why couldn't you have regular sex oh well if i if it was me yeah i just couldn't feel anything that would suck oh my god that'd be awful if I was paralyzed from the neck down. But I mean, that's the other thing, too, is it's just like, I mean, wouldn't you feel kind of bad? Like that I was making him screw a corpse for the rest of my life. Well, and what makes you think he'd want to? I, I mean, know, it's so gross. Like, it'd the idea. be. I oh, just... by the way, listeners, if you haven't figured it out yet, this is our brain dump episode. Oh, right. yes. We have a lot of topics that we need to discuss with each other. And so you get to sit and listen to us discuss the random topics that we yes. have been dying to talk about. We have to do this periodically because we're, um, we're well, we're not just women, but we're campus women, and yes. this is just something that must occur. So yeah, it's basically like when the coffee cup gets full, you have to <laughs> you have to dump out some, and, and so this is, this is the uh, this is the remnants on the saucer. Our brains are full uh, of things that <laughs> we just have to purge to one another, and so this is it's this so is the important. episode. But anyway, yes. so so did he die? Ultimately, he decided to take off the ventilator. See, now the oh. question is, is like. She says it could take, you know, a few hours, but likely less. And I'm thinking, okay, so he's literally going to have to suffocate to death because... Yeah, that's bad. I wouldn't want to go that way. Well, and I'm like, can they sedate you and then do it or what? Yeah, that's what I I would do. Put me in a coma. Well, he was in a coma and then they brought him out of the coma because she said... Oh, they had to ask. I don't know if you have a shelf life on that kind of decision. Like, once you, you know, you're committed, like, can you never, like, change your mind or... I don't don't know. know. 
I don't know. I don't ever want to find out. That's for sure. No, oh, well, either. what I I did tell Daryl after the possum situation, we came in and oh, we what, were talking. Oh, what? This is when you started uh, thinking about your own mortality after the dead possum? Actually, it was his. I said, I just want you to know that <laughs> if you die, I am leaving this house of horrors. There is way too much death in this house. <laughs> Too much wildlife death. I don't even know what is going on. I can't even. Oh, and there was a spider in the garage the other day, and I thought I, I was felt trapped in my car. I saw it walking around in the garage, and it was big enough that I could see it. Oh, and I'm gosh. like, um, what do I do? I'm in the car. I'm in the car. Do I back out? Do I go through the front door? Yeah, I don't know. And then Jesus. he even said, he goes, oh, yeah, I meant to tell you when I came in the other day, there was a big spider um, hanging from the garage door. And I said, <gasps> why the hell he would you not tell me about this? <laughs> Ew, with the hanging ones. Like, I killed it. I killed it. And I said, but that that means that there's more. What are you doing? Why? Would, why? Why? Daryl, why <laughs> would you tell her? I know. Just take care of it. And then he pretend like it. it never happened. But he had to tell me. He's like, well, why? I mean, he have I go, to tell why? you? Why is this something that I'm learning about on, on chat? Why are Again, you chatting this with me when you're three hours away? I, I, oh, I was crazy. And now I, I won't go in the garage it. because I'm terrified and the animals are going to starve to death. <laughs> There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content, so this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com. And now, back to the show. Daryl could probably relate to this story. What? A couple, I don't know, maybe a month ago, my ex and I were sitting <laughs> at the t- kitchen table talking, and all of a sudden he's just like, hey, he's like, see this wall behind me? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you see that spot up there? I'm like, what spot? He's like, look up there. And so I was looking and he had gotten up from the table and walked away. And I'm just like, I don't see what you're talking about. And then all of a sudden I hear Ryan saying like, oh my God, dad, is that a spider on the wall? (gasps) And so I turn behind me and I jump up and scream. He's standing there with a shoe in his hand because behind me on the (gasps) wall, there was a spider. Was it big? I didn't look. I ran. Oh my God. Oh my God. But Victor's just like, damn it, son, you know, because (laughs) he was trying to kill it and take care of it. So I didn't know because as soon as I, he said, oh my God, is that a spider? I was like, I started running and screaming. That's what I do. Oh. And the moment he said it, he looked at Ryan and Ryan's like, sorry, dad. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Ryan. He finally realized, you know, what dad was trying to do. (laughs) The other evening we were sitting on the couch and... Daryl has the electrified tennis racket, the one that kills animal, uh, <laughs> kills bugs. God, don't accidentally get hit with that thing. Well, I did. I, I didn't tell you about the time that there was a hornet in the house, <laughs> and it was in the early. It was like six forty-five in the morning, and I'm on the phone with him, and all of a sudden, I walk, I walk in, and it's sitting on the couch. Like it had come in, like was it, it was having real... its, was it having its morning coffee? <laughs> it was having a little sabbatical <laughs> on the couch, and I walk in and it's sitting on the edge like where you put your arm it was just sitting there and I obviously knew how it came in it came in through the sliding glass door because somebody left it open the other day you know the day before and it probably flew in and you know it was just sitting there and it wasn't like it's not summer so these things are still slow like they just don't seem to be as active as they normally are when it's hot out. Well, and plus, you know, when they, I think they age. And so I they think do. when they get older, they get kind of like, I mean, They're and when like I say us. older, I mean, what is that, like four days old? I mean, I, I have know no how idea long how long the wasp live. lives. But. They live too long. But I was talking to Daryl and I'm like, la, 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 la. Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Drop off went great. <gasps> <laughs> He's like, what's the matter? What's happening? Like, there's, there's a bee on the couch. He's like, he probably thought, I thought there, there was, was like an intruder. a a knife yielding rapist at the front door. <laughs> he thought there was someone in the house and that I was going to be attacked. He had no idea it was simply a bee. And I said, "It's really big, though." He said, "Get the tennis racket." <laughs> he should know the scream by now. He does. There is a bug scream that we all do. <laughs> it's true. He does. So I had to electrify it. I go, it's really big. I don't think this is going to kill it. He goes, it will stun it and you can step on it. I go, you are asking a lot of me. Right. Step on, like with my my own shoe. So, of course, as expected, it stunned it. It didn't kill it because it was big. 
And I said, well, first, it took me a very long time. And he's walking me through this on the phone, by the way. Just throw a book on it or something and then cover it with a laundry basket and make him take care of it when he gets he's home. Like, approach it. Approach it. Stun it. Well, here's the problem. I didn't want to deal with it for the whole day. It was early in the morning. And he said, and then it will either kill it or it will land on the ground and you can step on it. I said, I don't know if I can do that. You're he like, said, okay, well, let's just can't hope, wait. Let's just hope A happens because B <laughs> is not an option. Exactly. So it's stunned. <laughs> it's on the ground. It's walking around now. Well, that doesn't sound very stunned to me. Well, it couldn't fly anymore. And so I had to get my shoe I had you, like, on my foot. On a piece of paper and throw it outside? No, I wasn't. T- I wasn't. No, that's too close. That's too close. Because, I mean, then I feel bad. Because then I'm like, okay, well, it's not dead. And I mean, what did he do? He just accidentally flew in the house. Well, so I like, thought about just getting the vacuum and sucking it up. <laughs> yeah, because that's more humane. Rip well, his wings was... off as he's, you know, getting pulled from the earth. <laughs> I was afraid. I was afraid it would crawl back through the, oh the vacuum. Oh, my God. So I finally, finally stepped on it. Of course, there was a lot of, ew, God, how many pairs of socks did you put on before you put your shoe on? I already had shoes on because I had just okay. gotten home from taking Kenzie to school. Because but... I won't do it if it's just like a flip-flop or something. Oh, I my mean... God, no. It'll it'll come through the flip-flops If I were you, I would have gone and put on one of those riding boots or the hiking boots that you have. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't even use my own shoes. I usually put on somebody else's shoes. To do <laughs> I probably would have done that, but I was so stunned that I was doing all of this so early without coffee. I couldn't Sometimes even believe it. you just have to glaze over and do right? what you have to do. Just have to... Sometimes you just have to do things. So, and then a couple of nights ago, there was a something flying around. And I said, you know what? Oh, these do things... you not have screens? <laughs> we do have screens. It was, I'm just giving you all the stories with the stupid freaking Like you need a mosquito net over your bed like you live in freaking Africa or something. <laughs> it was downstairs Jesus. and we were all sitting around watching TV and this thing, and they're like, oh, it's a mosquito eater. And I'm like, oh, they're fine. I mean, they don't bother me at all. I said, just, you They know, don't bother me out. until they decide to fly in my face. Well, here's the problem. They always fly in my face. I, there could be a hundred people in a room and it's going to fly directly it's like, onto my I face. like, do I look like a mosquito to you? Apparently I do too because Daryl's getting his racket. I'll get it. And they're always kind of gangly and like, oh, I'm a mosquito eater. Oh. <laughs> you know, just flopping all around, like, you know, flying backwards and and then they like, you know, drop elevation like 10 feet and then they fly back <laughs> up. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there's no rhyme or reason to your flying. None. Get it get it in order so I know how to dodge get- you. <laughs> Exactly. And so Daryl gets his racket. He swings and miss. And the thing makes a beeline towards me. And so what I do is I start kicking. Like the sound of an airplane goes. Kicking in the air. And I fling myself over the couch somehow. Luckily, I didn't strain anything, and I made for made a run for it. I said, "It's gonna chase me! Just get it!" When you run, do you run like with your back flat and your head down? So, like you know, <laughs> you take yourself down a couple feet. No, I just run like hell. I usually like run kind of hunched over, like a like that's somehow know. gonna protect you. Well, like I figure if I like you know drop down below sea level or something, you know, when I'm running, if my odds of because the last thing I want to do is run straight for it and have it like you know go face to face with the thing. I don't know what the deal is with us and and creatures, but it's I've I've had enough. I mean, and this has been going on since we were small. By the way, I mean we've been having issues with animals our whole life. You know what this is? This is what happens when you're raised in a house full of women with no men around. Because <laughs> you I know mean, what? You're right? You think, you think mom's gonna clean up a flying mosquito eater or? No. A spider. Well, I've seen her kill lots of spiders, but you have? oh my god, you know she's not afraid of spiders. She just no. is not like flying things, right? But what I'm saying, so any bug or mouse or anything, I'm like, mom was not oh. gonna touch those. She no. wasn't gonna kill them. She would have called nope. someone from church before you know, to come over and do <laughs> she it. Would. She absolutely would. You're right. So okay, what you wanted to tell me something that we didn't add? What was it? You okay? Wanted- so. A couple of weeks ago, I've been having some issues with driving. Oh, yeah. Okay. Recently in my job, I've been doing a lot of traveling, like local travel, but I'm just mm-hmm. driving a lot. And so mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, I was doing that thing where the light turned yellow and it's like I was, I could have stopped or I could have tried to gun it. And so I'm just like, well, I'm just going to try and gun it because I was literally getting on the freeway and okay. it was the light right before the freeway. But I guess the light was a little shorter. And it started to make me wonder, like, do you think some yellow lights are shorter than others? Absolutely. Because this seemed like a very short yellow light. So I got to the intersection and the light turned red. But I was kind of and then all of a sudden I saw that 
bleep, 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 the flash. Oh. And so I was like, oh, shit. And so I was thinking to myself, well, was I in the intersection? Because if I was in the intersection far enough, then maybe it will miss taking the picture of my plate because like, which would make sense because I was in the intersection. Mm. So I was kind of thinking like, well, I guess I'll find out because it's not like, you know, immediately (laughs) you have to wait for the mail to come. So yes. for like the last two, like three weeks, I've been checking the mail and I like pucker my butt every time I open the thing. So I'm like, is it there? Is it there? I'm like, ah, oh, I've lived, to, God, I've lived to make it another day. Thank goodness. Alas, the, the citation came. And of course, oh. you know, they can't be discreet about it. It says oh, open immediately, you know, uh, traffic violation enclosed or something. I'm like, Geez, it's a giant, it's a giant eight by eight. You don't have to be telling square, everyone my shit. God, bright, you know, bright yellow. And of course I'm in the picture and it's, you know, it's me. And I look tired, of course. And, you know, it was 2.30 in the afternoon. And it's sure enough, you can see my car. There's two snapshots. Both times the light was red. And so I'm like, (laughs) why am I doing this? So now the ticket's $480. (gasps) Holy shit. Yeah, because, you know, I've got that kind of money lying around. Oh, my God. And this is on top of the parking ticket that I got that I didn't pay. The parking ticket originally oh, yeah. was like $52. Now it's like 150 I remember and so that I still ticket. have to pay that ticket. You're a felon. Well, I just didn't realize my... I, I used to be a really good driver, but I just think that maybe I just didn't drive that much. And so now that I'm driving more, I'm being exposed to more risk. And I think <sighs> driving downtown, because I really literally work downtown. Right. It's a lot trickier than just, mm-hmm. you know, your garden variety suburbs. Oh, I, you know what? I hate maneuvering downtown. I'm terrible at it. And I absolutely agree that it's because, well, I think I am a good driver, but I don't like the way downtown is set up. There, there have been many times that I have run red lights down there because I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where the, where 15th Street is. Or Y and 24th, well, whatever. Well, what's the problem with downtown is some streets are one-way, some are two-way. There's and no rhyme or reason to Sometimes they're one-way going like the one way or the other way. And so... There's a roundabout. Prepare to stop. It's like, where? It's a roundabout. Or, do not enter. Street ends. Must turn right. And you're uh, like, but I don't want to go right. I want to go straight. So anyways, I'll never forget one time Allison and I were driving downtown and... I think I had to have been like 16. So she was, you know, maybe 20 or something. So she and she was driving. I don't know what we were even doing down there. But um, mom let you get in a car with her. She used to make she used to make Allison wake up and take me to school in the morning. <laughs> She's terrifying on the road. <laughs> Allison. Oh, Allison. Oh, mom yes. doesn't care. She's Believe like, me, if mom mind. could avoid having to drive to a high school at, you know, <laughs> seven in the morning. Right. She would. And, well, so, and so she did. Yes. So Allison and I were driving downtown right in front of the Capitol we turned left onto K Street or L Street. You can't and, go on K Street. Well, we turned left and it's a one way going to the right. And so Uh-oh. we're in front of the Capitol. We're going <gasps> done straight on and all of a sudden three lanes of traffic are coming straight at us. Oh, did you scream? So we both started screaming and she pulls into the sidewalk on front of the Capitol and makes like a goofy three point turn and everyone's oh. honking and yelling and we're like, ah! you know it was so embarrassing but i mean it was terrifying i think we pulled over after that we're like oh my god we could have been killed like you know jesus and clueless it's the freeway Ah! oh her virginity went from technical to non-existent (laughs) right so anyways so downtown there's a lot of pedestrians and even if you have a green light sometimes if they have those little like walkie line pedestrian xing things you still have to stop so people right. can cross because you have to yield to pedestrians and so we were talking and he said this one guy literally almost plowed through these people because <sighs> he just wasn't paying attention so if you're not like a typical downtown driver you could miss some of these things and so mm. i made the joke i'm like well was it like a real pedestrian or was it a homeless person <laughs> because <laughs> Because that matters. Well, and he started laughing. And the reason why I started laughing is because people think that way. People legitimately will stop for a pedestrian. But if it's a homeless person, it's like they think because they're homeless, they're not necessarily they considered. They don't count. A, they don't count. They're not a pedestrian. You're they're only just, a half a person. So they're not. They're just a homeless person. So I don't have to yield to you. And I'm just like, they are still a person. Homeless or humans. not. They are still are a pedestrian. Are you kidding? And you know, you want to know how real that is? Where I live, you know how many chickens are around our oh, area, God. right? <laughs> yes. 
people will stop dead in their tracks to let a freaking chicken cross the road well, around God here. God forbid. What, in, in but the... if a pedestrian is running, you, they better run. Yeah, because right. Because no one's stopping for you. Yeah, tucking your no tail one. feathers. I hate those damn chickens. And I still try real hard to hit one sometimes. If they're in my way... I and people are stopped Jamie? everywhere and I just blow by them and they look at me like I am some kind of savage. That would be like the start of an L.A. riot because <laughs> it's so true. people would yank you out of your car and beat you senseless. Over... These are the home of the chickens! They would. And I said, you know what? Chickens don't like to roam the streets, okay? They want to be in a pen, fed, pampered. Okay, so let me ask you this. So when you see the duck with the mama or the baby ducklings behind the really young ones and they're going kind of slow and the mom's walking really slow because she wants to make sure all the ducks are following. Would you break for that? I have. Yes, of course. Well, everybody stops for that. And but they also haven't taken over the neighborhood either. (laughs) It's a duck, a duck with a group of ducklings. We have roaming bands of chickens around here and they're assholes. They're not even like timid or they're like no we own this town i'm like you don't own my town buddy and i'll go and they get and people get angry i don't know what to say i mean there have been write-ups newspaper write-ups don't dump off your chickens these are the rural chickens there's a difference i'm like there's no difference they're freaking birds and there's too many of them they're poultry (laughs) that's it you eat these they're nuggets come on speaking of chicken and poultry and eating i have been well brian and i we have been watching a lot of food network and yes television well i don't know what it is like when you have kids there's certain shows that you can mutually agree upon that they're safe for everyone and they're entertaining and yeah and everyone likes so um family feud is one of those except for sometimes they really do get a little they color. get spicy. They I do know. get spicy. So it's not totally safe. I can only handle so much SpongeBob, but sh- I mean, usually oh, it's a God. safe kids show, but you really so, need to let them watch Adventure Time. It is such a good show. I don't like that little Finn thing. So <gasps> I oh. can't believe what I'm hearing from you. It is such a great show. It is such a good show. Okay. So, Food Network. Anyway. So, there's a mm-hmm. couple shows we've been watching. Um, one new show we've been watching, which is kind of funny, it's called Cutthroat Kitchen. Have you seen that? I have. So, I have a hard time with it. I do too, mostly because I just think it's really unfair. Like I watched a guy; he actually had to cook food <laughs> on like coffee burners the other I day. Just, I, what I don't like about it, <clears throat> I wouldn't do well initially because I don't like the idea of sabotaging someone I have no beef with. Like if I have a beef with you, you better watch out because I will find every opportunity to they hurt come you. in trash talking each other, and I, I would know, probably and you don't just stay in front. And the other thing is, is you know how I am. I wouldn't spend a dime. I would. I'd be like, <laughs> get yeah. me the the spider legs and the you know hot plate, and I will make Thanksgiving with it. Right. I'm not spending a penny. Right. So yeah. it's just it's what I would do. So we watched that one. But we've been watching a lot of the celeb ones. And so we actually watched Guy versus Rachel yeah. Celebrity Edition. Oh, and yes. So yes. we watched that one for a few weeks and it had... Um, Didn't it have like uh, Joey Fatone on it and stuff? No, this one, it had Vanilla Ice. It had oh, yeah. Tiffany um, from the 80s. It had Florence mm-hmm. Henderson, Herschel Walker... And okay. then um, Penn Gillette from... I Las love Vegas. him. Okay. I think he's so funny. I have seen him? him... No, I have seen him in a couple shows now. And I am convinced that when I go to Vegas, I absolutely want to go see Penn and Teller. They're, first of all, they're brilliant. They're I mean, very it, talented. It, it, well, intellectually, he's an intellect. He's yes. so... I've, I've listened to him on more than two podcast shows. I've listened to his, him being interviewed. And he's a brilliant man. I watched smart. him on Celebrity Chopped the other day. So he, we saw that so one first. Fun. Yeah. I love him. He didn't win, but no, he, was he didn't. He got close. Well, he came in second place on the guy versus Rachel one. And he came in and then you know what? They took some of the guy versus versus Rachel and they put them on the chopped. <laughs> um, with Coolio who cheated. Yeah, he squeezed a lemon. Um and then <laughs> Ju- I think her name's Judy Gold. Yeah, comedian. she's another uh, mm-hmm. comedian and 
she was on the guy and Rachel and she's just like, I just want to not get cut this first um, thing because she says, I was on Chopped and I got cut in the first round. I do remember that. So I we do. were watching a lot of that, but I am absolutely like, not obsessed, but I mean, I really am into Pendulette right now. I just, it's like, yeah. I, it's like finding a little hidden treasure. Like I, I know he's probably very famous. He's had a, him and Penn and Teller have had a show. For years. For yes. years. But yes. I just, I guess I just didn't know who he was. Do and you know? Go figure. I would take a cooking show right that has nothing to do with him but he is a comedic magician yes. entertainer and he's um, a really big man too i guess he's very large not just not little... big fat but like just a no he's a big guy tall human yes i found him to human. be a little handsome although I, I can't deal with the hair well it's not so much as the hair it's his forehead it's like i almost see images in the wrinkles it's it's a large, wide forehead. Well, and it it's is very, very thick. There's a lot of skin there. It's pretty meaty, yeah. There's so a lot of skin. It's almost like kind of like guys who have like thick back scalps, you know, like yes, where you can see like like it looks like a face, right? Sorry, Rob. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Or anyone, actually, but yes. So, anyways. Well, do you know Do you know why Penn Jillette wears nail polish? I do know why he wears Damn it on it. the left finger. Yeah, I told you, I, when I say I'm obsessed, yes. you, you know have everything to know. About I've now. probably already read just about everything. And yes. uh, his little strange house in Las Vegas that he purchased. Yes. And, he's a little unusual. And he's actually an atheist, like an extreme atheist. Yes, and he is. So, all of these things. But he's very funny. Um, very, very smart funny. and I, w- I would think I would absolutely enjoy watching that show and I figured you would love to see it too so I do well I would I would absolutely you I know think what that'd be really cool I'd rather do that than one of those weird Chinese acrobat circus shows. I don't want to go to any no, of those weird circus I don't shows. Want, and I'm not seeing Rita Rudner either no, I've seen her somehow I just you know what I think okay you know one time when Daryl and I were first married early on in our marriage okay Every time I would tell him I like something, he would like go above and beyond to try to, you know, get me some access to whatever thing that I like. Now, it's very sweet and it's romantic, but it's also sometimes it's a little overkill. Yes, I know. Having someone take such a deep interest in you is just <laughs> exhausting. It is annoying. very tiresome and annoying. Um, You're like, why so, can't you just be mean? Tell me I'm fat and like smack me around every once in a just while. Just tell me I'm a hog and that you can't stand the sight of me. <laughs> and then I'll always be perfect. Because this being nice and romantic bullshit is annoying. It's like, who are you? <laughs> so um, he, I had mentioned in passing that I liked Rick Springfield when I was a little girl. <laughs> I remember you guys going to that concert. Big crush when I was in fifth and sixth grade. And, you know, Jessie's Jessie girl was out. Jessie is a friend. So yeah, he's been no, a good, she's friend, been a of good friend of mine. Lately something's changing. It's harder to find. Jessie's Jessie got, got himself a girl and yes. I want to make him mine. Because he's All watching them with those eyes. <laughs> Breaking out in song now. <laughs> yes. And so he went and purchased a pair of very good seats to go see Rick Springfield in Reno because oh. that's, or maybe it was Tahoe. At one no, of the... I'm sure it was Reno. <laughs> and so, and and when yeah. you say you know he sprung for very good seats, he was probably out fifty bucks. But go ahead, it was eighty. And so, okay. um, we got it, but we had our own table, oh. and so <laughs> he really sprung. <laughs> and so we were a little late, but we got there, came in. Rick Springfield was so incredibly intoxicated that Aww, it was just the worst show ever. I said, he, I don't even. Is a friend, but he wasn't even saying anything. His band kept starting over because he didn't know the words. So they kept changing songs. And then he had like a big bouquet of, of roses that someone gave him from the audience. And he beat them across his guitar and <laughs> flowers flung, flung everywhere. So. I was pissed. Well, right. I said, this is an utter waste of time. We might. Oh, you know, is that the Silver Legacy? <laughs> it was so, Reno. It was Reno. Oh, and it was so, even the Silver Legacy. Hey, that's not fancy. I mean, I'm just saying it could have been, you know, Circus Circus or something. Sorry, Rob. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know any of the cheesy hotels there. But yeah. Well, I mean, so, it's either Circus Circus, circus or circus. the Eldorado or like Eldorado. the Sands. Reno shining star, live the excitement. Dun, 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 yes, dun, dun. be the lucky seven casino God, for all I care. Terrible that we know the jingle. Everybody knows that. Jingle. You know what? I know so many jingles from our childhood and on that I just—it's it, almost shameful. But 
I left. actually accidentally started singing opera at work the other day. This <laughs> is how tired I was. And I, I caught myself and I stopped and people kind of turned around and looked at me because I was walking back from the coffee machine and I was just like, Whoa! you know, and I was just oh, like boy. doing something stupid. And they're like, what, what, what are you, what are you doing? What, I'm what like, it's just happened. Nothing, nothing. I was just getting my papers. <laughs> oh, what about the times where I break out into dance and I start doing pirouettes? Well, see, I do those things all the time. In fact, I started, yeah, you know, I, do. I don't know what I was doing. I started dancing in the living room the other day and Ryan gets embarrassed because. <laughs> what? Why? Well, it's not like my dancing's you. innocent. It's you know, I'm him. usually sitting there shaking and then olivia starts dancing and turns around and starts spanking her own butt oh and fabulous i know great <laughs> grooming her young for the pole are we well, okay. no not a pole she'll be a fly girl <laughs> oh sorry a new the new j-lo <laughs> who are we kidding she would never she can't even walk mine. over her own feet she's doing nothing she is about as coordinated as i am she would rip a lip off just as quickly as i would she needs a desk job where she can sit and not move very much so that's what she needs to figure out how to do. Which will be a good segue at some point to my uh, ugly and awkward moment of the week. Yeah, we'll get to that towards the end. I do want to discuss uh, the new the, the new hot topic God. of the moment, and it's Miss Gwyneth Paltrow. Or should I say Mrs.? I don't know. This is why I want to talk about it. I don't have a problem with the divorce thing. I mean, I don't... No, it's not a divorce. It's a conscious uncoupling. She can't just call it divorce. She has to, you know, spin it in some hippy-dippy, you know, this is actually a good thing. (laughs) Two sentences, I can explain to you why these two people aren't married anymore. And And they haven't been for... They haven't been acting like a married couple for a very long time. Here's Gwyneth Paltrow's recent quote. It's much harder to be a mom who is an actress than a mom who works a desk job. Because she would know, right? Right. Number two... I haven't had sex with my wife in almost two years. Of course, I'm looking at other people. (laughs) That's why they're not staying together. This is nothing to do with, you know, oh, we love each other more now than ever before. And, um, you know, we've been trying really hard or they had an open marriage. She was cheating. He was cheating. No, it's none of those things. She lives somewhere far away from reality and he doesn't. That is the issue. I mean, unless there's unless there is some crazy chance that she is not as completely far removed from the realistic world of people that we're just seeing some kind of strange persona that we don't know about. No, that's that's pretty consistent for her. I believe it is. She has said many things like this, had them quoted. My issue is, when did she become so incredibly powerful? She's won one Oscar and it was like. 15 years ago she's done nothing since and now she's made this declaration that she's no longer going to be acting and that she's no longer going to be married and it's like what who are you like where are you from that anybody even gives a shit about your marriage in the first place you know well, what I'm saying? I don't think anybody really did. See, that's no the cares. thing, though, is is like someone like her, she genuinely believes that she's so unique and so different and so above you know the fray common you know common normalness of life that she's compelled to tell people you know to to, so they can comprehend or understand what she's doing with her life and i'm just like nobody cares and here's the thing up right now like i can't even keep straight who is divorcing who's pregnant who's getting married in the celeb world it's like it's 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 crazy clusterfuck of it really is like i just i can't even keep it straight anymore and and i just don't care i'm like oh you know here's something that flew somewhat under the radar and it's to me much more devastating than this ridiculousness trace adkins wife filed for divorce what yeah they have been married for about, I mean, what, 20-something years? Well, you know, he has a bit of a anger and drinking problem. <laughs> Just a bit. He <laughs> he did have an altercation with a Trace Adkins impersonator. impersonator on a boat. Well, I can't say that, you know. I mean, imagine meeting someone who was trying to impersonate you. <laughs> I'm making think that money. Would- I think that would make me angry. The problem is, is that he was on the boat and it was like he was a performer or something. I'm not really sure why the altercation broke out. All I know is that he was really, really drunk when he did it. And so, of course, immediately went into rehab after the cruise. Yes. And then. At least he went to rehab for a legit reason. Not because, you know, I got caught cheating on my wife. So I'm going to rehab. (laughs) Oh, God, that's so pathetic. (laughs) He did. So he did check. Trace Adkins checked into rehab. And then sadly, a month later, his father passed away. After he got out of rehab. And then. Probably went on a binge or something. A month later, 
his wife has filed for divorce. And so it has been a rough year for Mr. Adkins. But that to me is far more devastating than this little wafy once used to be very popular celebrity who has bagged a lot of hot dudes in Hollywood. I mean, let's be honest, her track record is Pitt, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. and well, I don't know what the Chris Martin thing is. You know I mean, what? That I really, I thought honestly, she and Ben Affleck had split. Mm-hmm. She and then, well, she had split from Bad Pitt, who she was, I thought, engaged to. And then um, split from Ben Affleck, who they also, you know, had talked about getting married. Yeah, but he doesn't he didn't want to marry anybody like that. He's with the girl that he wants to be with. Well, he made a wise decision. But well, that and she kept she puts up with his crap. Those other people would not. For as famous as they are. I mean, to me, that's they seem Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. They actually seem like more of a normal couple. I think she's normal. I think she's really normal. I mean, based on everything I've seen about her or seen interviewed, I've seen her being interviewed. I think he's pretty normal, too. I mean, I think he, well, he got humbled quite a bit after the J-Lo thing. (laughs) He was humbled. That whole thing is, is, here's the thing about Jennifer Lopez. I think she doesn't realize people are like actually laughing at her and not laughing with her. Bite your tongue. I'm being honest, Jamie. I don't think that's true at all. It's the same thing with Mariah Carey. Like, okay, they Mariah literally Carey walk Jen- around. They Go walk ahead. around acting like they're royalty, and everyone just—it's like the hot mess everyone loves to laugh at. I you think know? that I think that Mariah Carey has unfortunately let herself go. I've heard that she has a little bit of a drinking problem. You know what though? She's happy. She is married. She is happy. She's got two children. She hasn't done anything in forever, and yeah. and she she doesn't care. And, and she, you know, um, you know, our she, sister has put a expiration date on her marriage. Mariah she's pretty good. Oh, yeah. And she's pretty good at that. No, I want her and Nick Cannon to be married for forever. No, she's like my she's like my next call. Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey. And I'm like, whoa. Well, I think she's really good at figuring that out. Or something or like seven years or they've been married a long time. I don't know. But he's much younger than her, too. So that'll free him up for me because I love Nick Cannon. Really? Oh, my God. I had no idea. I thought Usher was your man. Well, I mean, Usher, I like his singing, and he has a very nice body, but Nick Cannon is... Really? Doesn't he oh, have kidney yeah. issues? Well, he has, I think, an autoimmune disease, and... Oh, well, he's perfect for you. Oh, shut up! <laughs> You're terrible. All right, so I also want to switch up, because, I mean, we could talk about Paul Trumbull, but we've said all there is to say about her. She's just way too disconnected with the human race. She I think lives in New line. York. She'll she'll wind up like Katie Holmes, you know, just kind of milling around and strange little children and she'll marry some ridiculous you know millionaire that no one's ever heard of pear slice or whatever her son's name is (laughs) no idea it's something bizarre carrot um we need to also talk about this quickly uh have the new hashtag cock in a sock oh right okay yes i have seen those pictures now i didn't i mean i heard about it but i kind of blew it off because it seems so (laughs) silly to me interesting choice of words yeah, right. It just seems so strange and silly to me that these men, you know, like somehow this is promoting testicular cancer. I didn't really and know what it was promoting. I thought maybe it was just promoting putting your dick in a sock, but that doesn't make any sense. Here's the issue with some of these. I know some double bagged. You think? <laughs> or or they ensured that they had spent some time, you know, ensuring that they were semi erect. Yeah, um, there was. There's a lot of that. Well. A lot of uh, manscaping going on, which was a little surprising to well, me. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, for the guys that put the sock on, I was not just, dis- well, there's one I'm looking at that, that I could have gone without that. But I mean, for the most part, these are not unattractive gentlemen. No, they're all very attractive men. Here's the thing that was a little bit strange to me. Um, the group photos, when there were multiple naked men with socks yeah, on. I find that kind of strange. I'm I- uncomfortable with it. Like, I'm looking at one. There are... Six men. <laughs> this oh. one's really funny too. There are six men. It's a black and white photo, clearly in a hotel room. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Go ahead. They're college age. One is semi erect. Oh. Well, and so the he other enjoys, one enjoys. And, and he's pointing at his own penis. And the rest of them are doing little poses or whatnot. Well, and the, I must one be in the missing back. it. I just saw one where a guy's shaking a dog's hand. That is the one I wanted you to see. So there's the one guy. He's got the big pink sock on and he's in the shower. Yes. Is that one stuffed? It has to be. 
some of these you know that's the thing it's because like, that it, is a really big sock <laughs> it, it is what about the oh god that guy has a really small penis <laughs> which one are you looking at the old man oh yeah well he's older now it's probably what about the dude wearing a hoodie and nothing else and a black sock i think that there's some well i was just gonna say i mean <laughs> that clearly has water in it there's that's no gonna way have that's something real. in it and if if it doesn't then i'd like to meet that gentleman <laughs> I, I, I have a thing or two i'd like to uh say to him but i wonder how often men look at themselves naked in the mirror i think they probably do it a lot i would imagine i mean i don't but i'm just saying like, i can't i can't bear looking at myself for very long God, whatever what you know what these ones are kind of funny because it's almost the same look a guy has after sex and he's got like the stretched out condom hanging from his penis yes it is oh and don't ever try to pull it from the end and rip it off that never works well we have to shelf this and we'll save it for the penis episode whenever that might be yeah let's but do i want to talk about all the ways that men discard of a condom i've seen every guy has their their method, way but i would have to say not all of them are the same in fact, all of them are quite different. They're like snowflakes. How they get rid of a condom or take it off, it's all, it varies. It is and, a variable. I want, and you know, the thing is, is, I mean, who, it's not like they learn from anyone. Well, they wouldn't know anyone else. Right. And so, so what it's you're looking only, at is their own learning way. And so, of course, naturally I have guys saying like, what, what, why, why are you watching me take the condom off? Like, I'm just curious. Because in my mind, I'm going, I'm going through the file. Because I'm, I'm trying like, to go through. Well, and then I've, I've, you know, I always have my method how i would do it if i had to do it well i would excuse myself to the restroom but you know exactly and then i I don't i would carefully remove it and its contents wrap it in a tissue and throw it in the garbage everyone has their own way i'm just saying i've seen i've seen lots of ways to get it done to take it off indeed all right well why why don't we uh head on over to our new segment i guess it won't be new forever but it's still kind of new is the ugly and awkward moment of the week Okay, so do you want to start or do you want me to start? No, you can go ahead and start. Okay. We'll, we'll always start with you and then okay. me second. So my ugly and awkward moment, I call it, it's hard to make an impact upon impact. And the reason why I say that is, so I, like I said, I've been doing a lot of traveling with work and um, my job is predominantly human resources. So I'm like, you know, the work police. And so I was at a client's office and I'm sitting in there doing some work and all of a sudden I, I you know, I hear people talking in the background and mm-hmm. um, one of someone says, hey, how do you spell the word fuchsia? And so one of the other people reply, um, G-A-Y. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, I kind of started laughing. But of course, being HR, I'm like, well, you I better do my that. due diligence and, you know, make some sort of comment or presence because, you know, it's just what we have to do. Exactly. So I get my coffee mug and I go sauntering out there and there's cubicles and in a big room with cubicles, there's usually like beams or something because, you know, there's tall ceilings and you've got beams right. to kind of hold the building up or whatever. So... Instead of walking around the beam behind the cubicles towards the kitchen, I walk between the cubicles and the beam because I'm thinking what I'm about to say, I want to make sure they hear me. And I'm thinking, you know, if I step one or two feet to the side, yeah, it's just that much further. So I start walking towards the cubicles and the beam and I say, I didn't know fuchsia started with the letter G. And as soon as I said that, I whacked my hip really hard on the beam <laughs> oh, no. and my coffee kind of splashed and I like, oh, you know, jolted God. myself. So I was like, I didn't know you spelled fuchsia with a G, you know. <laughs> and so the guy kind of looks up at me and like, oh. he paused for a moment because he's just like thinking like, is she all right? right? And yeah. then he's just about? like, and then when he realized I was OK and I just, you know, was trying to like pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> and then he made the comment like, oh, I forgot HR is here, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you oh, know, it's no. really hard to make an impact when you're <laughs> being clumsy and dumb and, you yeah. know, looking a little, I don't know, f- fanatical. I just, I'm like, <laughs> God dang it. Why can't I just do something normal? It's why couldn't possible. I have just like, I, you know, I tried to be cool. It didn't work. And yeah. I wound up, you know, the person I was trying to school wound up being more concerned about my well-being. Well, than... isn't that always the case? Usually? I know. But it just so anyways, that was my <laughs> oh, ugly and awkward moment of the Fabulous. week. Fabulous. Well, mine, I actually have one this week. <laughs> and it's a good one, too. 
Daryl and I went to Napa on Saturday because he was um, invited to a party, a little shindig that somebody he works with invited him to. It wasn't a work party. It was just a, it was a social event and, you know, we made the cut. They really wanted to, you know, have wow, him there. You guys are and... getting to be of that age, huh? No, it, actually, no. We were one of the youngest people there, but it was just one of those things where they just kind of the the person that invited him kind of wanted to get us get to know him and me better because you know just they get along and you know just thought it'd be kind of a neat little thing and so they had invited a few people from the office well we decided to uh hit domain carneros first because Mm -hmm. that's the champagne winery that we absolutely love and we're members there so we went there had some wine and champagne it was a great time we did have a little strange little conversation with uh, two women who were there together, not together together, but they had come together and uh, very wealthy women who thought we were very cute thinking that we could afford to move to Sonoma, which was really funny. And um, they're like, oh, aren't you precious? Like, what? <laughs> what the hell? What are we, 10? You know, but it was funny. And so we went on our way. So we went to this party and it, there was a lot of people there. And so there is a new hire who was invited because he actually came from Virginia and uh, his wife is from Virginia and he's originally from Boston, but they're coming from New York. Oh, okay. Great couple. Super nice. And they just got married. Then they moved out here. They're moving to the city, like all these big events. I think he starts his job on Monday. But Daryl had spoke highly of him and he's like, yeah, he might be at this party. And I said, great. So he said, oh, Jamie, this is that this is that hire I was telling you about, blah, blah, blah. I go, oh, hey, nice to meet you. So um, I hear that you're from the San Jose Sharks. He said, yes, I am. I go, oh, so you're going to get those accounts, this, the, the da-da, the da-da, the da-da. And he's looking at me. And Daryl's like, well, we actually haven't given him his account list yet. Um, but oops, it's potential that he may receive these accounts. Oh, and I went, no. Oh, Hello. And so for the rest of the evening. Because account list and sales are kind of coveted. Well, here's the thing. There's no secrets in my life. I didn't know that this was a secret. I didn't know that he didn't know what he was getting before he even got there. I mean, to me, if you're coming from somewhere and they want you, they tantalize you with an account list. Is usually probably tantalize you. Yeah, but not like the actual list. I mean, and so I, especially when I start naming names. Oh, for heaven's sake! And Daryl's like, so Daryl's like. Well, the reason that we were considering these accounts was because of your connection, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, God. I mean, it was just like so uncomfortable. So for the how rest. much trouble did you get in after that? Well, Daryl just said, you know, maybe next time we just, I don't know, wait for or me to say something. Or maybe next time just don't tell me things and tell That's me not I to said. tell them. Of course, you had to blame him. You had to. Well, I just told, I didn't know. I just felt like a big old goose. Honk, honk. <laughs> just like, could you shut up? I felt like a big old farm animal just making all this noise that no one wants to hear. Shut up! You know, it's like, God, I felt like you're such just a the fool. drunk, lush wife, you know, that's just like, oh, no! And you know what? And of course, because Where's, is there any more white zen? Of course, because I can't leave it alone. I must ensure that you all know how incredibly awkward I am. Oh. I said, You oh, didn't well. stop? I started, no, I started oh, to crack Jamie. a joke about myself. I said. Yeah, because that, that works. I said, well, luckily we only went to one winery. I mean, I didn't want to come sloppy. Oh, wait. Yes, I did come sloppy. I started making all these jokes about being drunk. And I'm like, okay, I'm not drunk. I'm sober. And yet. Don't I was probably looking at you with, like, stop. What are you are doing? You? Please. Jamie, don't. Daryl's like, wow, this is you at awkward work. Okay. All right. I see where we're at now. We understand I mean, why you've before. not been in the workforce for some time. <laughs> yeah, right. All I talk to are toddlers. I'm not used to talking to big people. You could never be a politician's wife. Oh, my God. Never. I, he, would, he wouldn't win one election. <laughs> I'd be telling everybody everything. You'd be the skeleton in the closet. <sighs> god i'd be the one that they would send away to some facility for the election year while i'm recouping from you know whatever exercise i need or fat farm or health resort (laughs) anything anything to get me out of the public eye it's just the worst so So, i mean anyway did did you 
Well, I'm guessing you never recovered. No, not at all. I just had to shut up. Finally, someone handed me a drink. They're like, would you like an old fashioned? I'm like, yes, please. Three cherries. (laughs) Aw. It was horrible. You know what it is, especially in situations like that? I just find myself talking about the office. Like, for example, I was talking to someone the other day who had gastric bypass surgery. And of course, what's the first thing I bring up? Food. No, I start talking about that. My 600 pound life show. And how you wish death on the lady that died. No, but I'm just yes, like, you know, I just fabulous. don't understand how people can ingest that much. How much did you weigh at your... And I, I actually said, <gasps> I know. Why wasn't that my awkward moment of the oh week? But I did. I, I said, so did. at your peak, I said, how big were you? <laughs> did they answer you? They did. Oh, my God. And see, and that was the other thing. I swear to God, Paula, by the end of the conversation, I knew that this was their second marriage. I knew how old they were, that they were trying for children. I even turned to her. I said, before we get, because we're like, oh, we'll take you to the winery. You'll love it because she really likes champagne. And I said, don't plan your children until we can take you to the winery. Oh, my God. What's what's happening? I mean, it wouldn't end. It wouldn't end. It's like, and and it's sad because it's like once the, uh, diarrhea of the mouth starts it, it like, just doesn't it just, end. It, you have to let it run its course you have to run until you get anal heaves and that's basically what <laughs> happened because I mean, it's really. just everything every time you open your mouth something terrible is going to come out it was so bad i it was just so bad and so i'm like well <clears throat> i wish i could have blamed the alcohol even though i joked that i was sauced i wasn't and there was well, just but- no stopping it was just Regular old me, plain old so, me. So since when is uh, being drunk a better cop out than just, you know, being yourself? Like I how know. bad does it have to be where it's just like you'd rather pass off being, you know, an, an an, a loud mouth drunk than just, you know, know. no, actually I'm not drunk at all. This is just, this how, is just I am. who I am. So looking forward to seeing you again. In fact, <laughs> they left the party without saying goodbye to us. <laughs> You, that's any indication you became the charlotte you know it's just like well we're just trying things out we're just separated you know we just don't really know what we're doing well, we like, just don't have sex anymore the, they're just like don't talk to that one <laughs> yeah exactly you became the charlotte they well, excuse themselves immediately we're giving you the charlotte award this week i think you, you're the <sighs> thank winner you. thank you thank so, you everyone. not only did you embarrass yourself you embarrassed your husband so. and two others I, inc- I included a whole little cluster of people who were god. all uncomfortable. You're all like the once. toilet. You just dragged them all down with you. Oh, God. It was just <laughs> the worst possible thing. And I, you know what? And I knew it. I knew that I could not operate appropriately <laughs> at this party. I just, I knew it. I need to be that quiet, you know, doesn't speak unless spoken to. Yes, no, please, thank you kind of wife. I just, that's just not me, apparently. Are you kidding me? I have to have my ex save me from my own thoughts sometimes. I'm like, just tell yeah. me to stop, please. I can't. It's true. I, I don't know. I make myself cry regularly. I don't even know anymore. I don't know what's happening to myself, but that's why we have to do these brain dump shows because it's the only way we get through our week. And when this episode's done, you're going to sit back and be like, wow, like girls are crazy bitches and I'm exhausted. What just happened? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Welcome to our world. (laughs) It has been a hairpin turn episode for sure definitely but well we appreciate you uh, those who have survived and uh, made it through the ugly brain dump episode mm-hmm. again thank you to all of our iTuners our stitchers and our iHeartRadioers and anyone else who listens via our website which is uglytruth.com if you happen to be on our website please check out our ugly mall it's a uh, fun exciting things going on there and in fact yeah. um, Amazon they are increasing their cost of their prime membership so I think that you can still get it at seventy nine dollars right can. now I think it's um end of April so when when should you do it now right so now. did I miss it yes when just now <laughs> so <laughs> anyways click yes. on our ugly mall sign up for amazon prime before it's too late and order some avon while you're there yes we thank you yes so other than that thank you everyone for listening and uh we will see you next time bye oh bye. aren't you sad it's over don't worry we'll have another episode for you very soon In the meantime, connect with The Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.